Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to Being Her, the ultimate guide to living your best life as her. Join me, Margarita, on an empowering journey to discover your feminine energy, build meaningful relationships, and find your purpose. Let's dive in and explore all things womanhood together. Welcome, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys have been enjoying last week's one and that you're excited about this week's one. This week, I'm going to be addressing something a little bit of a controversial. It's a little bit spicy, this subject, but we're going to go there anyway. And it's the subject of how can you inspire him or how can you make him successful? What is it that kills his aspects and prospects of success? And what is it that amplifies it? It's really difficult to not feel like I'm blaming you for his lack of success thereof or his lack of trying. I am not blaming you. All I'm trying to do is give you the power in which you feel like a powerful entity and goddess that you are in order for you to manifest the life that you want. And there are some things when cultivating the life that you have that would kill a person's success and some that would spur it on. And I know some of you wanting to say, but why should I? Why should I do that? Can't he address his success on his own? It's my belief that it's a man's prerogative to protect a woman financially and physically and I believe it's your prerogative to protect a man spiritually and emotionally. Both parties have something to play and if you are a union together I believe that you have a huge influence on his success in a psychic form and in all ways. So let's address this subject. It's an interesting one. Some things that are going to definitely enhance the success of what he does and some things that are going to really deteriorate it. So let's dive into that. First of all, it's my intrinsic belief and I want you to share it, if you will, that a woman has extremely strong manifesting power. She can manifest life, literal life creation. We are the ones that make children and even when we don't make children and that is not our life path, we are the ones who have the manifesting God energy that can create So if a man is in your favor, if you are wishing him the best, if you are thinking good thoughts about him, you can literally guide him to his success. There are many teachings throughout history and throughout time where they say it's a a benefit for a man to be in his woman's favor, not in all random women's favors, but a woman who's psychically and emotionally attached to a man when he's a child, it might be his mother, when he's older, it's his wife. 
it's that woman that one woman he chooses and in those teachings it says that men would even give gifts that is the reason for the gift giving in order to win the favor of that woman so her mental thoughts and her spiritual attitude towards him is one of favor and goodness and i believe that is where our power lies so that is the first thing that i might start this whole idea on that you have this strong feminine energy and power in order to manifest in a man's life the things that he wishes to happen if you put your good intentions behind what he's doing and you stop thinking negative thoughts about him not that it's your prerogative to do so but i will discuss it a bit later the success for him will flow a lot easier time and time again i stumble upon the fact that not only in my life and my clients lives and generally people around me men are obviously physically stronger with some minor minor exceptions but when it's an exception it's not the rule women are psychically and energetically stronger i find that women can sustain a lot of tragedy women can push their families through things and women can survive hardships women are there in order to guide their family and loved ones through any hardships emotional ones and cultivate a good and healthy environment for your family it is known in life and you know it happens very often that a man can appear and act completely differently within a relationship one woman could be with him and he is god's gift and he does everything and he does the gifts and he does the planning and he does all of that and then another woman is with him and he is just a stain on the couch basically he is formed oneness with the couch and he does nothing in his life how is it possible that one man can manifest in such a different persona with different women again i don't want you to be triggered my baby about the fact that it's all your fault it's not your fault but in understanding that you have influence is where you understand that you have power to move and shift your reality and your life around you it's not always about others but it's about who you cultivate and what you cultivate around you also so in that understanding that one man can manifest as a completely different creature with one one woman and then another is the same understanding that if you were to change some monumental behaviors and slight things you could also change the behavior of the man around you there are many factors that will create an atmosphere where your male partner or the masculine will recline and almost go into his feminine or go into a useless state if you practice some of these things around him and it doesn't always start from you so i want to implore that there's a lot of masculinity that isn't celebrated in our current world it's not our fault it's not anybody's fault it's just the way the culture is moved past feminism and into now where we see men and often i hear from my clients and people online that men are useless they're not doing anything they're not being anything well us as the feminine haven't given them instruction on what to be we haven't given them their algorithm for what they will be celebrated for because they're not allowed to be the masculine man and we're not appreciating the new modern feminine man we don't want that 50/50 man and we don't want the uber masculine man so there isn't really a place for him to feel that he is of use and nowhere for him to put his guiding and masculine strong energy there is nowhere for him to push and achieve because if you are to set the targets and the goals and a man is in love with you and he wants to please you he will be so eager and excited to achieve those tasks and it will give him purpose in life when raising boys they're often raised in a very feminine way not 
that they are feminine, but in terms of their fathers are at work and they're raised by their mother and their grandmother, then they go to daycare and they're raised by women who work in the daycare. They're not given that masculinity because those men aren't around them. They're not given the algorithm of what it is to, to be a man in today's society. So it's a lot of things that if your man is now not motivated and he is not successful, it's a lifetime of being told, you know, sit down, don't worry, let me wipe your nose, molly coddling them and all these things and not celebrating them for the achievements that they have. There's a lot of cultural retraining that's been done where they don't know how to please the feminine. So when they do grow up and they are with you, they don't know what it is exactly that you want them to do. And everything they seem to do displeases you because it's not action driven enough and if it's action driven enough then it's selfish and it's this or it's that or the other and there are times when a man needs his masculine space in order to express himself and his energy the way me and you will bond by talking and communicating and getting things off our chest men need their space to do the same thing i'm not saying 100 percent of men but i'm saying 90 percent of men we all know if you've ever wanted to make a podcast, if you've got something to say, which I think all of you do, Spotify has a platform for you that you can do it really easily on. All in one place, it's free, and you can even earn money. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, which is what I do. So no matter what your setup is, it's not complicated to start creating today. Then you can distribute it everywhere that podcasts are listened to. Then you can even monetize it, you can do a Q&A section, you can do polls and all these amazing things. Basically, it was really, really easy for me to do. For me, the obstacle was the tech aspect and I know a lot of you wanted to hear from me. So Spotify made it possible for me to create this podcast. So I'm really grateful. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started that they like to do their hobbies and their sports and have their outlets and be close to the things that they love to do and if you're in a relationship where you forbid him the time to whatever it might be have his recreational hobbies and things it will spill out on him not be able to manif not being able to manifest strong goal-oriented prospects because he can't get a bike because he might fall off he might not go at night because it's dangerous you are now transcending and crossing the role from woman in his life to mother because you're now guiding and protecting and god forbid he doesn't even know how to do anything for himself because how did he live for 30 years before he met you you're molly coddling him did he take his medication is he going to eat the right thing that is not the same thing as feminine love and care it's a mothering energy that squashes the masculine into an incompetency and a lack of doing he will sit there and let you guide the whole thing but this is the thing my love if you are comfortable with that and you want that and you want a man to guide then it's perfectly fine but if you're listening to this podcast and you're wondering how to inspire success in him the first part is to give him that freedom and that ability to make his own decisions because if you don't have the trust in him as a man then he won't be able to make moves that create things in your life another archetype of this is taking the reins on things that are none of your business you feel overworked and tired you've got kids you pick up another job because god forbid he can't handle it he needs your help i don't understand what that means why does he need your help 
you are not giving him that role and that reliance on the fact that he's got to do what it is he's got to do. Because when you're mothering or you're parenting, he completely relies on you to do that piece. It is not at a deficit to you to rely on him and to go, well, this is what you're going to do because right now I'm raising our two children. That's just an example. But quick, quick, you got to go and help him because he cannot manage by himself. If you constantly communicate energetically and with questions, the fact that he can't competently put the Tupperware away or make enough money at work or is he okay? Does he need his foot rub? You are communicating the fact that you don't trust him and the fact that you want to be the masculine in the relationship and you need to take the reins and make everything okay and look after your family. The tragedy is that women don't know their power. They don't know their influence and they don't know how it is that they're programming the man in their life. We've lost a bit of the art of persuasion and a bit of the art of influence and charisma. We definitely understand it in the context of work and culture and environment that the CEO of a business, and that's how I see women in their household in terms of the emotional and success of, of the whole enterprise, we've lost the art of the fact that we ha can and have to influence it. We have to understand that what we put out there, if we constantly tell the man we're with, he's an idiot, he doesn't know what hobbies he needs to do, he needs to be here at this time, checking on him, doing everything for him, you're going to cultivate an environment where he eventually believes it. He loves you in order to be with you and have married you in the first place. So there is going to be an element of the fact that you can influence him if he tells you enough. You know it yourself, if your man tells you all the time you're beautiful, there's a part of you that starts believing it. If he told you you are a slob and disgusting every day, you would also believe it. Yet we don't apply the same thing to them. The first most important part to a man's success is that the woman he's with believes in him truly and believes in his values and believes he is incredible. And the key to that is number one, if you've really lost faith in him, you don't like him as a person, you don't admire him, is not to be with him because he might be someone's choice. And if he's not your choice, then it is for you to move on. It is not for you to roll your eyes at him, not be impressed with him, show with every fiber of your being what a waste of space he is and what a loser he is and tell your friends about what a loser he is. Let the loser go. He might be for someone else and the man who's waiting for you is just around the corner wondering why you're with this loser. But if you do have faith in your relationship, you need to suspend the belief that he is a great person. Otherwise, his success will not manifest and it won't work. You are literally in the way of it. In the same way that it would work with you. If you don't like yourself as a person, if you don't believe in yourself, you cannot manifest for yourself either. You need to have respect and pride in who you are and the same with the person you have chosen. And the way to do that is to accept their inadequacies, to accept that some things that they are, some people are a bit OCD, some people are a bit annoying, some people are a bit messy, some people are all these things, all these traits that we have that aren't perfect. Some people are chronically late. I'm speaking from personal experience. By the way, I am not the late one. I am chronically early. But those are the things that they just are. You'll, you won't beat it out of them. You will not talk it out of them. You won't do anything. So the art of valuing and believing in someone is accepting them for their inadequacies and believing them for what they could manifest into, seeing them for the amazing person that they are and seeing their attributes and valuing them and truly believing that you are with a great person. Next pivotal key is you need to trust him. If you don't trust him, it's not going to work, your relationship and the success that he might bring into the relationship. How do you show a lack of trust? You 
constantly talk to your friends and everyone around you about how awful he is and the things that he has done to you. If he is just your boyfriend and he's not committed to you, fine, you're still assessing him. But if he is your husband and he's chosen you and you've chosen him and it's your family, you need to be protective about who you let in and the energies. You don't trust him. You're checking up on him. You're blowing up his phone because God forbid he doesn't even know what to do. He might just get lost on his way home. He's just such a loser. He's such a degenerate. He might just end up at the pub. If you already believe that's who he is, then how did you end up with him? Was he like that when you met? And if he wasn't like that when you met, then how did he end up like this through the relationship with you? How did that happen? How did you both degenerate yourselves to this position? It's something you need to address and it's something you need to think about. And if it means therapy, then it's therapy. But showing any lack of trust is not something that will manifest good things into your life. If you don't trust him to do things, I have to work on myself with it as well. There are things in my relationships that have not been fantastic it's not all flowers and roses let's use the lateness example if I always think someone's going to be late or my partner's going to be late it will always be that way I choose to manifest and I choose to believe that they will not be late and you know what 60% of the time they're not all of this isn't to say that you need to lie to yourself all of this is to say that if you make a commitment and a choice in your life and that is to be with this person and them to be your partner you need to have a sense of belief in them and to suspend the idea that they will come through and it will manifest that way. It's been proven in science and again and again in psychology that if you choose to believe in someone's coming through and their goodness, that most of the time, not most of the time, well, more than 50% of the time, they will. It's an idea that if you, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy idea that you create the storyline that you want. It's like, if you want to be happy, then be it. The biggest piece for me and I've found for my clients is control. Women deploy a lot of control in their relationships. It's like a lack of trust of their partner, their whereabouts, what they're doing, checking up on them. And I wanna stay away from the conversation of cheating and all these things. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about women who even trust their husbands to be basically good human beings will try and control where they're going what time they're coming what they're doing what food they eat because you know he doesn't know what food to eat he doesn't know she instructs him on every single part of his life the way to make him change his diet isn't to keep telling him the way to make him stop watching porn isn't to forbid him and keep telling him it's to set an example in the diet example it's to see show that how your life is changing and if somebody wants to follow you on that then they'll follow you on that you cannot control somebody so if you are in the loop of controlling your man and everything he does and you expect him to make moves and become a success it's not going to happen the paradigm he lives in is that he doesn't even know what to eat let alone which business moves to make Something else that women do that will energetically block a man's success in her life and your own success is a lack of gratitude and constant complaining. And also getting the hump with him all the time. I'm not sure what you guys call that in America, but just being upset and annoyed constantly without reason and without justification. He put the cup wrong. He did this thing wrong. He did that thing wrong. He stood in the wrong place, getting always upset. That kind of upsetness and you know sitting there and being sad about it is your feminine right and you should use it when things actually upset you if you're upset on the daily 
about things he does and you're sitting there pouting don't want to talk to him it's a really big energetic drain so you are losing in two ways when you do that number one you're draining the relationship energetically and number two you are losing the potency of actually using that and showing your true emotion when something actually matters you need to have the wisdom to deduce whether putting that cup in the wrong place or leaving his sock on the floor is really do or die or whether you want to use that technique and that is genuinely showing your feminine feelings in the place that they are appropriate I am really at fault with this. I love to throw a tantrum, metaphorically speaking, about like when he does anything wrong. But I really have to curb my enthusiasm when it comes to that because you lose your power when you're constantly deploying that and you lose the energetic vibes of the relationship because you're always upset. But let's move on to the gratitude point. You always don't like the house you live in. You don't like the car that he bought you. You don't like that he took you to the same restaurant. You're always complaining. You're not going to amplify the energy of success in your relationship because you're not going to motivate people to want to make you happy. And that is the key piece. I am not recommending that you stay with a man who you do not admire and who doesn't do much and is a complete waste, as I said. But the only place that you are getting to with constantly being unhappy, moody. Yes, that's the word I was looking at, moody and... uh, unhappy with everything he does is the fact that he is going to start detaching and escaping i'm not saying he's going to have an affair but a lot of men will try and prove that they are still that masculine man through the eyes of another woman because they really need that validation from the female and from the feminine not the female sorry from the feminine aspect they need that attention and validation now I'm not saying don't complain and don't do anything because he might have an affair. What I am saying is if you really don't like him and you don't like what he's doing, the way to go about changing it isn't to complain. But if you really, really super don't like what he's doing, the way isn't to stay with him and complain. The way is to move on. The way is to not be with that person in the first place because you're going to degrade the whole relationship. So if you think it's too far gone, then you need a way out of it. But if you think that there is a way that you can see him in a different light and a different aspect, then you need to deploy that because the constant complaining, berating and moodiness and controlling is going to make him feel powerless. And let's step away from the affair piece. Let's go into the constant video gaming, constantly escaping, constantly trying to get away, constantly doing something outside of where you need him and the closeness of the relationship. That's where he's going to go because he's going to feel valued in his video game where he is the general of some kind of army and him and his friends are kicking ass as opposed to where he's a loser at home. The biggest paradox is a lot of women want a masculine man in their life and often they might find one but with these behaviors that we are talking about in this podcast they will polish away any of the behavior that they liked in the first place ending up with a man who doesn't resemble the masculine man that they found in the first place he now doesn't know where right from left is asks you for everything only follows instructions doesn't take initiative doesn't plan things is slightly terrified of doing anything And you are therefore no longer attracted to him because that masculine man who might have made the wrong choices, but at least he made them, that you were intrinsically awed by, no longer exists because he loves you and he wanted to make you happy. So he followed the manual of what it was you wanted, but it turns out that you yourself didn't even know what you wanted, did you, my love? So you've created something and now you're not happy with it. And that is not the way to create success. So how do you overcome it? 
how do you make him successful? My first and foremost recommendation after 20 minutes of telling you how not to do it is the lazy girl method. And the lazy girl method is a method I've named in order to let you know that the success of a man depends on how much space you give him in order to cultivate what it is he needs to create in his life. If you jump up at every opportunity, let's say you need money for something, you're volunteering. Someone needs to do something, you're volunteering. You're already doing two jobs. You're going over and beyond. You're doing it all, baby. No, no, no. The lazy girl method is men like a lazy girl. By that, I mean, if you don't jump on every opportunity to make his life easy, he will have to start to hustle. If anything else, you will also be happy because you are, your energy is valuable. You're the manifester and the creator in the relationship. You're the energetic center. Your energy is very, very valuable. Do not lend it to things that do not lend your energy, that do not need you and do not require you. You are above it. If something's gone wrong, just say, I'm sure you can handle it. I'm sure you can do it. There are some things that you can step up and you will step up because you are a powerhouse and you will, I will, all of us will. We all know we can support our children and do it all. But if something comes up, let him fix it. Let him handle it. The roof's fallen in, let him handle it. Don't panic. Keep to the lazy girl. Don't overperform and overdo and overcreate. Just stop it, lean back and concentrate on your own happiness and non-fixing problems. That way he will step up and he will see how much he's capable of doing. He will start doing so you can keep being because you are not the doer. You are the beer. Start to deploy language like, I trust you to do the best thing. You know what you're doing. If he's saying, well, should I do this and that? Say, I don't know. It's up to you. You you decide what you want to do. Also, a big key factor in creating success for your man and therefore for you is to open your heart to him. This is not talked about, but I'm going to tell you right now as a secret. You need to let that man know who you are, what your dreams and ambitions are, so he knows what to fulfill. We have been culturally trained to hide, to not expose ourselves. What if he, uh, you know, forsakes you and runs away as soon as he knows your secrets, as soon as he knows your ambitions and your dreams, he will, you know, make fun of you, do this, that and the other. No, no, no. Once a man is a permanent fixture in your life, you need to let him know what it is that you want, that white picket fence, to live on a boat, to go travel around Aruba. Whatever it is you want to do, you need to open your heart to that man. You need to be vulnerable with him in those moments so that he feels he is creating a dream for you, that he is creating something for you that is of value. It is hard to create for somebody who, number one, doesn't believe in you, doesn't trust you, constantly berates you, nags and moans. And not only that, but you don't know them. You don't know who they are. You don't know who this person is. It could be anybody. You don't know them. You don't know what their dreams and ambitions are. You don't know what makes them happy. They are this solitary, quiet mountain, you know, and you've got no idea how to approach them. So in order to inspire him, you've got to let him know what it is that will make you happy. Another huge part of it is not to be the dream squasher. That's another technique. And I addressed that on my TikTok. If you've been on there for a while, you can't squash people's dreams in general. But with men, in order for them to cultivate an exercise and almost like spread their wings of creation and success, they need to have your belief behind them. So what does that mean? If he has an idea that's crazy and outlandish and is completely not practical, like he wants to buy seven caravans and travel across Texas, Instead of when he says that, instead of going, oh my God, seven caravans, who's going to drive them? That's ridiculous. That's a stupidest idea. I hate caravans and I don't want to go to Texas because that's where I went to college and I hate it. 
instead of doing that and squashing every single dream, what you need to do is deploy the the listening, the hearing it. Don't squash someone else's dream. Don't be worried that it's going to happen because do you know how much energy and effort it needs to create a dream? It takes a lot. So instead of telling you him, no, don't do it, and becoming this person who squashes everything he does, just say, yeah, that sounds interesting. Sounds like a great idea. And if he sticks to it, my love, don't worry, there's a technique. If he sticks to it, start to ask interesting questions as opposed to saying no. Start saying things like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. What, so why Texas? Why did you want to go there? If he doesn't have a reason, you could be like, oh, I, was always, I always wanted to travel to Europe. Suddenly, you're traveling to Europe. Why seven caravans? Did you want to go with your family? No, I don't want to go with my family. I don't even like them. Oh, so maybe we can go by ourselves because I've always wanted to go to Europe. Yeah, and suddenly, the seven caravans in Texas has turned into a trip to Europe for the summer that he's fulfilled and now manifested to make happen, and now he feels powerful and you feel loved. If you just say no to everything, you're going to create an atmosphere where nothing happens ever. It's much easier to shift what is happening than it is to block it. It is an energetic rule. It's easier to redirect energy than it is to block it and create new energy. If the keys are trust and believing in him and gratitude for what he does and noticing what he brings to the relationship and how he can be a success is what it's about I want to implore you before you have a reaction that it's not about the responsibility being solely on the woman, but I am somebody who, if I was making this podcast for men, I would change it to not the same things because the principles are completely different for men, but I would be giving them the tools and how to influence their life. It's impossible for me to tell you how to make a man who's not good a better man. The first part of this whole process is that you discern if the man is for you or not. I believe in your wisdom, in, to, in your knowledge, and into your intuition to understand if this person, like I said in the beginning, is for you or not. And if they are completely degenerate and they're not for you, I trust that you will let them go. But if they're a man who you've been with or you're beginning a relationship with, and you've seen these patterns that I've discussed in this podcast occurring, and you haven't done the, the the things that could manifest success for him and therefore for you, then I implore you to try it because it could be a shift for you. I am someone who believes in stoicism and I am someone who believes in taking responsibility for yourself and your own life. So I find a lot of power in the idea that you can create the life that you want by influencing the things around you. People come into your life to teach you karmic lessons, ideas, can be made manifest by how your attitude to life and your attitude to people in them and I want you to believe in the feminine energy and the power that you have and that is what this podcast is about I want you to go away I want you to try these things and I want you to let me know how they work for you because I believe that we have a huge influence on the culture of our family and the men who are with us and I believe we can manifest success for them and therefore for us now let's move on and answer a question that you guys have left for me on this podcast. Hi, Margarita. I absolutely love your podcast. I think I listened to every single episode like four or five times. So please, girl, give me some more. The question I've been meaning to ask you for the longest time is how do you recommend somebody stay in their feminine energy when working alongside their partner? Obviously, work is like girl boss attitude, but some people own businesses together with their partners, or maybe they work in the office. I would love to hear your take on this. Thank you so much. Mwah. Thank you, my love. I love this message and I'm not planning to stop anytime soon, girl. So you're going to get a lot more episodes. 
the key to balancing working with your partner and um, that kind of nature and the feminine and masculine is not easy, but it's also very simple. What you need to understand is that in every entity, there is the masculine and the feminine. Me, I am someone who can walk the line between both. And the part of the cultivating of your feminine energy is that you want to cultivate your masculine too. There are some red flags that can occur though. Are you working in a business with your partner because you are picking up the slack for his business that he created that you are not interested in, but he makes you believe that you are a part of? If that is the case, then you don't have any business being in that business. He is more than capable being a man and somebody who you rely on to carry on with his own business. Let's say he's got a shoe company, you've got no interested shoes, but he tells you you need to be the accountant in the company because he can't hire one at the moment. Well, if you've got no interest in that, you don't need to be helping him. You need to tell him, honey, you can do it by yourself or you can hire somebody or you can ask your friend Tatum over there to do it. You don't need to be picking up his slack if that is not your passion and if that's not your business together. However, if, if it is your business and your passion together, then the thing I would advise is Number one, knowing how to switch from business to home, putting your phone away, going from your masculine energy, which you need to deploy in order to create businesses that move forward and create traction and do all those things because you need the element of carrying on and pursuing and and achieving um, in order for me to create this podcast, in order for me to write and do everything I'm doing, I need to deploy that energy of masculine energy of creation and moving forward. At the same time, though, however, I will say creative businesses like the one I have is very feminine energy. Things come to me, I put it out there, I'm not pursuing anyone, I am not knocking on doors to put this podcast out there. I am just creating and things are flowing to me. I have found way more success with using my feminine energy in business than masculine. But if you are a business that is accounting or something else and that requires for you to be in your masculine energy, then you need to learn how to switch that off when you get home. So essentially, you might be in that energy there, but in your home, you are in your feminine and you need to cultivate space and time for him to be in his masculine and for you to be in your feminine. The biggest piece of advice I also have is if you have a business together, you need to have different departments. It's kind of like a marriage. I don't cross over in my husband's departments and he doesn't cross over mine. If he tries, he gets it in the neck. No, I'm just joking. He doesn't, but we just have different departments where if I need help, I'll say, can you help me with this? And if he needs help, he'll say, can you help me with this? So we manage different departments and then it comes together and we create something together. So we're not stepping on each other's toes because that can go wrong. I hope that helped. Guys, for the future ones, if you want your name to be mentioned, you can say your name in the beginning and I will cut it out. Um, If you don't want to be mentioned, you can say anonymous, but I am obviously very aware that some people don't want to be out here on the interwebs with their issues saying their names. So I appreciate you leaving that message. I appreciate you all for listening. Thank you for giving me five stars on this podcast. Um, I do it for you guys and I really appreciate your time, your ears and your listenership. It means the world to me. I'll see you over on Instagram or on my YouTube channel. Until then, love you lots like jelly tots. I'll see you soon.